0: So, welcome to the Expert Edge. Hey, today's going to be a really important episode because I've never talked about this topic before, uh, specifically on the Expert Edge. And I think it's one of the most important topics uh, that is a cornerstone of building a profitable and sustainable expert business. And that's the idea of having a sabbatical. And so, in today's conversation, I'm going to talk about like helping you to diagnose whether you need a sabbatical or at least a really great vacation. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the excuses, the challenges that I've faced and other people face and how to overcome them so that you can actually create a sabbatical in your life. And I'm going to be sharing with you three principles that will help you to have better vacations and... A bit of a, a better sabbatical if that's something that you choose to do. So I think you're going to find a lot of power, a lot of use, a lot of helpfulness from today's conversation. I think it's one of the most important episodes I've recorded. Right now, I am on sabbatical, so obviously I didn't load this up. Uh, but I hope you enjoy it and uh, we, as we have this conversation today uh, on the Expert Edge. So let's talk all things sabbatical. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boyd. So welcome back to The Expert Edge. I am excited to address a topic that we haven't really spoken to yet. But to be really frank, I think it is one of the most important topics when it comes to running a sustainable, uh, profitable expert business. You see, I've been running my expert business for 13 years. I started out as a life coach, went from life coaching to keynote speaking, went from keynote speaking and and also doing a lot of corporate training uh, to started to running group programs, to doing digital courses, to running masterminds, to running group coaching. And so I've been through and done quite a lot of things. But one thing I've noticed is that if you don't manage your energy as you grow your business, then long-term your business won't be sustainable. And if you're a personal brand, a significant part of your business growing, a significant part of your audience being engaged with you is the energy that you bring to your business. And this is the thing is that you are not a machine. Like you're not a machine where you can literally just plug you in and you just run forever. You're a human being. And that might be a revelation to some of you, (laughs) and I'll say that respectfully, but you are, you're a human being. And I think sometimes we push ourselves significantly all the time, especially as entrepreneurs, and we forget that we actually need to recharge and also the benefits of that. And so today's conversation, I want to talk to you about, about really the big idea is about whether... You should be considering or should be taking a sabbatical or at least planning for a sabbatical. Now, what is a sabbatical? Well, a sabbatical is this idea of creating emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, and even physical space away from your day-to-day uh, business for you know, a, a, a more lengthier period of time. To be quite frank, coming from Australia to the US, uh, you know, I would say the American market is a more competitive market than I'd ever experienced before. And it was, it was fascinating actually when I was making this transition was that I came from the Australian market and gosh, I love Australia. It's an incredible country to live and to be in. Um, but when I landed in the US and started to really mingle with people at the highest level in this industry, one thing I picked out that was very apparent was the level of intensity, competitiveness, uh, focus, drive that people brought to the business. And I remember for me, I had to make a decision of go, going like, what do I want to do? Do I want to stay at my current level or do I, do I want to step up? And, and our desire was to come over to the US and not play around. So I decided to step up. But one thing that I've had to continually be aware of and conscious of is my energy levels. And this is this podcast, I think, is going to be really enlightening, really challenging, and hopefully give you a, a really inspiring look at whether you should be taking a sabbatical or not. Now, when you're listening to this right now, as this podcast drops live, we are on a sabbatical. Now, what's cool about a sabbatical is that a sabbatical is about really like going offline. It's about really doing the deeper work that you have to do to work through the stuff that have been that's been coming up over the last season now we've only ever really done like a true sabbatical once and that was several years ago my wife had just come out of uh cancer treatment so my wife was diagnosed with cancer about five years ago she came through that we had some successful treatment with that you know thank god and um and we were just kind of we were just exhausted because during that time my business was growing i was flying a lot while i was also you know trying to manage you know everything going on in sarah's life and in our life and it was just intense like it was emotionally intense it was it was demanding and we were just exhausted and we decided you know we were going to take a significant time off uh i think at the time it was like i think it was even it was like a month or five weeks or so right? And so it doesn't have to be like, I'm not talking, it doesn't have to be six months. It doesn't have to be three months. It could even be three weeks, right? Or even two weeks, a sabbatical might be for you. What it is, is it's actually the mindset that you bring to it. So there's a difference between what in America call a holiday. In Australia, we call it, sorry, in America, we call it a vacation. In Australia, we call it we call it a holiday it's funny when i come here i was like oh i'm going on a holiday and they're like oh like you know what 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 date is that is that like fourth of july or is that and i'm like no 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 like i'm taking a week off and, they're, and they're, because in america you call it a vacation right it's a vacation where and a, and a holiday is like fourth of july where in australia like everything's a holiday it's either a public holiday everyone gets it or it's a holiday and you actually taking time off but anyway there's a, i think there's a difference between a vacation right? Having a break and having a sabbatical. And it's not necessarily even the length, although I think there's a, there is something about having at least two weeks off that does something magical in your mindset, in your emotions, in your recharge. There's something about at least doing two weeks. And so if you've never taken anything more than two weeks off, or you haven't had that for quite some time, then I think you should go for at least two weeks. But right now, when you're listening to this right now, we are on a sabbatical, and so it's actually like a mindset that you bring to the break, to the vacation that makes it a sabbatical. And so some of the some of the I'm going to share three points that I think are going to be really helpful today. And so we'll get into that in a second. But that's the first thing is I just want you to realize that it's not about having months and months and months off. It's about a mindset that you bring to your to your vacation and that you actually even call it a sabbatical. You might even call it a sabbatical as opposed to a vacation because being on vacation, like I watch people va- do vacations all the time and they're posting on Instagram, you know, they're doing all their newsletters um, live, like maybe they're not scheduled as much. and But it's like they're, they're writing their book or, and you know what, you know, all power to you. If, if that is a vacation to you, that's awesome. It's not for me. Like if I'm still writing a book while I'm on vacation, I'm working. That's not a vacation. I'm working, right? And so I'm talking about having a different mindset coming into a break or a sabbatical, we'll call it, uh, just makes the biggest difference. And so here's the challenges. The challenges is that society is going to push you fast. It's going to push you hard. All of us have been through some challenging times recently at all different levels, um, but society's going to push you hard, it's not going to stop. Like, it's society's never going to go. You know what? As an entrepreneur, why don't you just have a break? Why don't you look after yourself? Like, it's not going to do that. In fact, your clients are not going to do that for you. Another thing is that, you know, um, clients and and audiences demand a lot of attention. If you're listening to this, you you, you know you're, you're either a self from stage academy student or you're an elite student, or you've been listening to my content for a while. And I love you guys. And Running an audience demands a lot of attention. And if you aren't giving it enough attention, then you'll notice it because they will disengage and they will not be signing up to your programs, right? And they won't, and they won't be moving forward. And so for me, like it's a positive, but it's also a challenge running an expert business. Like there's a lot of energy you got to put into it. Another challenge is that I think all of us, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't focused on living up to your potential, going after your goals. But once again, that can be exhausting. This whole adage of, I don't know about you, but I always say that quote of like, you know, when you do what you love, you never work a day in your whole life. Like, to be honest, I think that's bullcrap. I freaking love what I do. Like, I could not think of a better life than what I live. I do regular, I do, we do our regular coaching calls and self from stage elite. I run masterclasses, I run uh, virtual workshops with our elite group and, and run self from stage academy, uh, all this sort of stuff. Like I'm like, it's exactly, I've got like total freedom in my life. Like there is not one thing I would want to change professionally in, in, in what I do for work. Cause we're talking about professionally, right? There's not one thing I would want to change, but I tell you what, it's still work. Like it's still work. It doesn't feel like I'm on holidays when I'm at work. So I don't actually believe the whole thing of like, do what you love. You never work a day in your whole life. I think that's bull crap. The truth is, let's just call it what it is. It's work, right? It's more enjoyable work. Like there's, there's, there's work that can be done. That's not enjoyable. If you're doing lots of that, like that's exhausting, right? I've done that before. I know people have done that before, but I'm talking about like, even if you love what you do, it's flipping exhausting, And so this is the thing is like many of us don't spend enough time recovering. And so the goal of the conversation today is I want you to be able to break free from some of society's chains and holds over you. I want you to be able to break free from some of your clients' holds on you and some of your programs' holds on you, your audiences' holds holds on you. I want you to be able to live the best life that you can live because you're not a machine, you're a human being, right? Right. You are a human being and you can't just like replace your batteries. You have to recharge your batteries. And so the goal is for you to get to a place where you truly respect yourself as a human being and give yourself the time, space and energy recharge that you need to function at your best. And so, yeah, like I said, it was about five years ago that we took our first sabbatical. Um, Sarah had recovered from cancer. Uh, I was running my business. I was flying a lot. I was doing a lot of keynote speaking for companies around mainly Asia Pacific area, Australia, and Asia areas. And I was exhausted. like and also, and i I just actually I'd landed the biggest contract of my life. I was training, I was doing workshops four days a week, four days a week, I was running nine to five live in-house workshops. I was on a contract. It was, gosh, I was making serious dollars back then in terms of like compared to what I was making up to that point. So I landed this massive contract. I think I had 25 one-on-one coaching clients. Like it was ridiculous. I would go from, I I would train four days a week. And then on the Friday, I would coach from like 6am to about 7pm that night back-to-back one-on-one coaching calls like it was out of control i was exhausted and i was in probably the worst emotional space i'd ever been in in my life like i was just really feeling down depressed it's fascinating i was making at that time the most amount of money i'd ever made by far and i was so depressed so down so like i was like hating it right And so the question comes up to like, how do you know if you need a sabbatical? Or how do you know know if you need a really good vacation that you can make into a sabbatical? Well, first of all, if you've never done one before, I think that's a good indicator. Okay? If you've never done one before, that's that's a good indicator. You should consider it. Another one is if you feel disconnected from yourself. Like maybe you feel like you've just been doing the do nonstop and you're exhausted and you feel disconnected from your soul from who you are, from your deepest sense and your spiritual connecting with God, with yourself, like you feel disconnected from that. Another one is if you feel like you're using work continually to uh, placate or bring down your anxiety. So if you're using work or you're using addictions like over drinking, over smoking, like those sort of things that Many of us can get caught up in very easily like it doesn't make you a bad person. It just shows that you're not having you don't have the emotional bandwidth to cope with the anxiety of what's going on right It's not whether you're a good or a bad person. it's just at that point it's an indicator. It's like a red flag saying that you're using something to manage or bring down the anxiety that really should be faced through working through something but it's that can be challenging, challenging to work through. Another indicator of whether you need a sabbatical is maybe you've been through a really traumatic experience, maybe a sickness in the family, some challenge professionally, something really traumatic. Uh, that's a good indicator. Another thing is that you feel like you're just not coping. So you feel like you just like got anxiety in your life continually, et cetera. And so for me it's an indicator. That, you know, you've got to work through stuff. You've got to work through some, you've got to face some things. Now, sometimes it doesn't sound pretty, but it's actually so incredible. In fact, at the end of this session today, I think it's going to really inspire you to at least consider taking a sabbatical. And so, like I said, a sabbatical doesn't have to be months and months. It could be It could be two weeks. You could start it at two weeks. It could be three weeks. It could be a month. It could be longer. It could be, th- could be three months, right? But I think it should be at least two weeks minimum right? And some of you might say, well, that's just a vacation and that's fine, but it's the mindset that you bring to it. So maybe you plan a three week break and you go, instead of going, oh, I'm doing a vacation. I'm going to put it all over social media. I'm still going to be like contacting contact, contactable with clients, like all that sort of stuff. Uh, my encouragement is that you, you go, what if this was a sabbatical, like a true separation from physical, emotional, mental, uh, spiritual challenges that you're facing in your current reality, what would that look like? And that's that's really the big question. So, let me give you three powerful ideas that I think could absolutely, absolutely change, change your life. The first idea is this, is that sabbaticals happen through choice, not chance. In other words, you are never going to have time to have a sabbatical or to be really frank, you're never going to have time to have a vacation, even in that, right? You, you're never going to have time to have a sabbatical. Like, you're never going to wake up one day one day, and go, you know what? We've got nothing on. Like, there's literally nothing on for the next month. We should have a sabbatical. <laughs> if, if you're waiting for that to happen, you'll never have a sabbatical in your entire life. I was having a conversation with one of my good buddies. I love him uh and we were talking about the idea of having fridays off because this year i made a commitment to have as many fridays off as i could and and i've had a whole bunch off right most weeks i'm not working fridays now but and he said to me he was like oh cole you know like I, and he runs an expert business just like mine and he was like oh cole i really want to have fridays off re- And he said i'm really working towards having fridays off and i said to him dude you can't work towards having Fridays off. And you can't even try to have Fridays off. Do you know what you do? You just have Fridays off, right? And so as an entrepreneur, you choose your schedule. And so, you know, and if it's not the right season to have Fridays off, that's totally fine. But what I'm saying is like, if you've been someone who's saying, you know what, when this happens, then I'm going to have Fridays off. Can I tell you something? It's never going to happen. You're never going to get to a point where you're satisfied that you can take Fridays off. This is how you take Fridays off. You take Fridays off. (laughs) I know it sounds like so stupid, but it literally is the reality of it. Like, how do you take Fridays off? You just take Fridays off. You just, you literally block the whole Friday out. And what happens is magic I love uh, what Yoda says. Yoda says there is, uh, he was saying it to um, Luke Skywalker and that famous quote of, I mean, I'm going to botch it, but he's like, he's saying to Luke, he's saying, you know, there, there is no try. There is only do or do not. In other words, you can't try to have a vacation. You can't try to have a sabbatical. What you do is you just put it in the calendar and you do it. There's this idea called Parkinson's law, which is basically like however long you give something is how long it's going to take, right? At the core of the idea, however long you give it, you give it a month, it'll take a month. But this is the thing is if you never schedule in your vacation, or if you never schedule in a sabbatical, it won't happen. But if you schedule it in, it's got a good chance of it happening. And if you're committed to your self-integrity, it will happen, right? And so there's no try. It's just, you, you just do it. And so, this is the first principle, is that sabbaticals don't happen by chance. They happen by choice only. And so, for us, you're listening to this right now, and obviously, you know, my team is sending this out uh, and loading this podcast up, but I'm not involved in the podcast, right? In terms of loading it up, sending it out, all that sort of stuff. And I planned i did work towards doing this sabbatical like i'm batching my content batching my podcast all that sort of stuff but there's a level of just going like you can't really try to have something have a break you you just do it you just do the break and that's my first encouragement okay so if you've been waiting to have a break you need to identify the excuse and this is the this is like the sub point of this is that you have to identify the excuses that are stopping you having the sabbatical. And that could be that maybe you're saying something like, my team won't cope, or my clients will get angry, or no one can do it like me, or you won't financially make it through. Or it's another one is, oh, no, it's too late in the year. or But then then the next one is, oh, it's a bit too early in the year. And the next one is, oh, but we're only halfway through the year. (laughs) <laughs> what, can you hear what I'm saying? It's like, there's, there's always going to be a reason for why you shouldn't do it. Now, some of those things might come true and 99.9% of them won't, right? Uh, I saw this quote and I can't remember who, who said it. But it was like on Instagram and, and it was like, you know, I've had so many challenging and difficult times in my life and even a few of them have come true. that's so true right is that all the stuff like 99.99999% of it is just in your head and this is the thing is that nothing drastic it's very rare and you can you can work on mitigating this but you know with a bit, bit of planning you can mitigate the drastic things and you know I know for me I just say to my team hey if there's a big thing that comes up or if a client wants something or whatever I just tell them to communicate with them that Colin's on a, you know, a yearly sabbatical and and he'll be back at this date and and he, you know we'll, we'll be focusing on it as a priority when he comes back. And if they've got an issue with that, then that's like that's on them. Like they've got to take that responsibility because part of it is I want to be a leader for you, like I want to show you that you can build a life and a really profitable expert business and still have your life, your family, your kids everything intact, and actually build the life that you want rather than be exhausted all the time. And so if I don't show that level of commitment, I think that there's a level of respect that it brings when when you show your clients that no, you do breaks, you do vacations, and you teach them. I know for me, the biggest thing you're going to learn from me is not what I say, even though what I say is pretty amazing. I mean, I get it. Uh, is the biggest thing you're going to learn from me is how I live my life. That's the biggest thing. That's the thing you're going to remember. And that's the thing that you'll eventually go, you know what, Colin's the real deal or Colin's not the real deal. That's the thing that you say to everyone in the marketplace. I don't care what comes out of their mouth. When it comes down to it, how they build their life and how they live their life, you you can feel it. You can sense it and you see it long-term in their life, how they live their life, right? So the first idea is that nothing, a sabbatical won't happen by chance. It happens by choice. And there's an undergirding, an underlying excuse bank that you've been using to stop you doing that, right? And so you got to identify the excuse and realize and call it what it is, an excuse. It's just an excuse. And it's something that you've made up in your head that 99.9999% times won't come true. The second big point is this, is that energy is more powerful than time. Now, if I was talking as a financial advisor here, which I'm not, I probably wouldn't say, I wouldn't agree with that. I think that time is the biggest compounding power in, you know, building assets, right? Time is the biggest compounding pounder, pounder, pounder. Uh, But in an expert business where energy is the thing that drives your business and your decision making your philosophy and how you make your decisions i think that energy is actually more powerful than time i'll give an example like this like have you ever had a day where maybe you were in your office and you were just feeling in a bit of a funk right you weren't thinking right you weren't thinking straight and uh, you were just, you know, my kids say kerfuffling around, right? You're just kerfuffling around, clicking on things, not really getting much done. You get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I got done. I answered some random emails, got distracted, all that sort of stuff, right? And then you've had a day where maybe you only had half a day available. Like in the afternoon, you had to go and do something with the kids or family or something like that, right? And you go And you come in and the focus you bring to that half a day has such a compounding effect that you get more done in that half a day than you the, you got done in that full day previously and probably three to five times as much in terms of the strategic value of it. So, can you agree? Does that make sense? Like, th- that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying that when you have the right energy in your expert business, it is far more valuable than time. I know for me, so often, if I'm a bit stuck with something or, you know, kind of feeling uh, a bit in a bit of a flat or a funk or whatever I will go down to the beach put my feet in the water I'll get outside on my my bicycle and go for a ride I will go up to a cafe and grab a coffee like I'll have like a break and I find that when I come back the level of focus I bring is is worth three to five times of what I was bringing in the last hour before I left and so what I'm saying is that When you have a sabbatical, when you have a good break and you treat it the right way, then you you amplify the energy and you reset your philosophy for your business. So when you come back, that time that you so-called lost in doing productive work in your business, that time can be made up in one decision. That time can be made up in In one week, and then compounded over the rest of the year. Like, don't worry about, you know, so called losing time in your business, especially if you're running an expert business. What you need to be worried about is not bringing the right energy, philosophy, and focus to your business. That's the thing you should be concerned about, not bringing them out of time. And so, yes, obviously, there's a certain amount of time that a business requires. But what I'm saying is if you're letting the idea of time being the excuse that you like don't have time, I really want to challenge that because time in an expert business is not as valuable as energy. It's not as valuable as philosophy. It's not as valuable as your head and emotional space being in a good place. It is way more valuable to come in at a full tank emotionally than to come in at a low tank and have more time. Dramatically different, okay? So that's the second point, is that energy is more valuable than time. And you get that, you recharge that as a human being in a sabbatical, in a really good vacation done well. The third point is this, this is my final point, is that you have to create space for bigger decisions. In other words, every single... Big decision that had exponential strategic financial um, advantages for us in our life was made on a sabbatical or a fairly significant vacation. I don't know about you, but uh, I know for me, if I look back, almost every time we go on a vacation, I'm talking about we, my wife, and I with the kids uh, but obviously my kids don't help me make a decision. They just, um, (laughs) they just kind of tie me out a bit (laughs) when we're on the vacation. It's fun, but sorry. I'm talking about my wife and I, right? I really love hanging out with my wife. Um, love my kids, but they're exhausting. And, uh, so what I'm saying is like with Sarah and I, we, we make our biggest and best decisions on vacation. It isn't it isn't in strategic meetings now do we make good decisions on strategic meetings 100% we make strategic meetings about when we launch we make strategic meetings about what hires we want to make in the business we make meetings about you know what the schedule of things are going to be like we make all those decisions right that's that's part of it but i'm talking about the decision of like do i want to completely change my business structure do i want to do we want to move countries do we want to you know do we want to ch- build a new product? Do we want to focus on a different business model? Do we want to start or focus on a different asset allocation? Like the 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 decisions that we make on on vacation on especially sabbatical is like the amplified version of that. The decisions we make when we're on a break have an exponential impact on our lives. And so it's the mini version of that is the shower. So, have you noticed that you come up with like random but really cool ideas when you're about to get in the shower or you're in the shower? I do for me all the time. I'll come up with frameworks, models, ideas, concepts, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, and I'll get out and write it down because your brain goes into a different state. A different frequency when you when you get into the shower, like you kind of you go into a really beautiful thinking thinking state where you can come up with innovative ideas. Now amplify that by a hundred, and you've got a sabbatical. And so what I'm saying here is that when you when you go on a break, it becomes quantum time. And so, rather, don't call it oh this could be a waste of time. No, it's quantum time. And quantum time is that in one decision that you make on on a good, good break or a good sabbatical, in one decision, you can get more strategic advantage and momentum in your life than working for years in your business. For, for us, I remember one time I was really struggling as to whether to start a business or not. I don't know if you remember that, you probably do, but it was such a tough decision because I was I was still working for another company. Uh, I, was, I was studying life coaching, but it was so scary to start a business, like so scary. And I remember I went on a walk and I came back and I had this idea and I was like, and I said to Sarah, I said, oh babe, I think I know what I wanna do. I wanna start a business and I wanna run corporate games. And she looked at me in the eye and she, she, God love her. She literally, like, this is what a good wife does. She looks looks at me in the eyes. She's like, that's amazing, babe. But no. Like you, you're not starting a corporate games business. Well, I think she had she had a bigger vision than what I had at the time. <laughs> uh, now there's nothing wrong with corporate games. But by the way, that's all I had. I had just an that was my only framework of what an expert business was, was coming in and running corporate games for companies. And then she we started talking about it. We worked out, okay, I want to start a coaching business. I want to start, I was at the time doing career coaching. And I started doing that and we made some decisions. And, and when we got back, we hit the ground running. I registered my company. And then like the rest is history, right? And so, but we started our business out of a break. I know for us, when we, we went on a really great vacation and, and that was when we decided we are gonna move to America, right? Which is a huge decision. And so there's all these big decisions. Well, I know for us, like I came up with Self From Stage Academy through the process of a, of a really good vacation. And so what I'm saying is that the best strategic decisions you'll ever make will usually be made in a different brainwave to what you are functioning in your day-to-day business. And so create space to make big decisions. One of the mistakes that I think a lot of people make is that a lot of people make decisions in crisis as opposed to, maybe you're in a crisis right now, but my encouragement for you is to get your brain out of crisis state and to make a decision from that state. And so it's fascinating because, you know, obviously we've been through COVID, there's been some big changes. And we always, Sarah and I always talk about the idea of not making big life-changing decisions in a crisis. Because what, imagine this, I always try to go, when we're out of this, would we make this same decision? Because if, and if it's a yes, like do it hundred percent. But I'm saying if we're out of this, fully out of this, would we make this same decision because I think sometimes people make decisions and it's like a knee-jerk reaction they make a decision they they do a, a big shift in their life but it was mostly born out of the crisis as opposed to going this is what we really want for our life now if you really want that for your life you know all power to you that's amazing but what I'm saying is like is it, when you're in a crisis, making a decision from a crisis, uh, I don't think is always the best, healthiest place to do. The crisis motivates you to, or to identify that there's problems. I get that. But then you still have to get space and make that decision from a good emotional place as opposed to just making it from being, you know, really annoyed and angry. And so create space. This is the big point is that create space for big decisions. And when you do that, I think you're going to, You're going to make better strategic decisions. You're going to get better strategic advantages. You're going to build a life that you truly, truly want to live. And so let me review for you what we talked about today. We talked about the idea of do you need a vacation or more more specifically, do you need a sabbatical? And that's the big idea and and the mindset of a sabbatical. The mindset of a sabbatical is, is you have physical, emotional, mental, spiritual space from your normal world for a significant period of time. I think it needs to be two weeks or more. And you have to take that mindset of detachment and detaching from your phone, detaching from your computer, detaching from work, setting it up so that you actually have the time and space to process the deeper emotions and process the deeper things that are going on in you. And for me, which I I didn't mention, but for me, a lot of the time I'll journal every day. I'll bring some books I want to read. And they're not necessarily workbooks. They're more like you know, philosophy books or spiritual books. Like I'm trying not to get too, you know, work orientated because my adrenaline gets too high. And so it's like this real reset. Then we talked about three big ideas. Three big ideas was this, is that sabbaticals don't happen by choice. They own, sorry, they don't happen by chance. They only happen through choice. You're never going to have time for it. You just decide that's what you're going to do. You plan it in, you do it. It's like having Fridays off you never gonna have friday you're never gonna be able to have fridays off you just have to have them off that's that's it that's it. that's the end of the conversation right and yes there'll be some implications but it's fascinating that once you choose to do it what happens is your world alliance. and so what i'm saying is like all the excuses and things the reasons that you have in place at the moment when you plan it in you go this is when we're having it this is when we're doing it or this is what it looks like your world just fits to that like it molds to it or at least closer to it as opposed to going i'm trying to work towards it and when i get the perfect situation then i'll plan it in that's never going to happen you have to just plan it in and then your world warps to fit that plan that's what happens The second idea is that energy is more powerful than time in an expert business. And so recharge your energy because it's going to bring more value than having more time in your business. The third one is that you have to create space for big decisions. And so if you're wanting to make a big decision in your life, in your business, uh, in your personal life, I really want to encourage you to create some space to really work through that and to make that decision from a good emotional place of going, you know, if I was through this already, this challenge, would I make this same decision? And if you would, then that's great. But if you wouldn't, then I would really be working through the situation as opposed to making the decision and kind of like you know escaping in a way um, rather than working through it. So it's just a kind of it's a philosophy that Sarah and I always bring to it, um, and that's been work that's really worked well for us. So guys, I hope this has been enjoyable. I hope it's been valuable. I'm on sabbatical right now, so I'm not answering your text messages or your DMs. I'm not answering your comments uh and but you know what i still love (laughs) you i still care about you and i'm going to come back with more fire in my belly i'm going to come back with more focus and i'm going to come back ready to make a big difference and so make sure you subscribe because we've got some awesome new podcasts dropping in the next couple of weeks we've got some special special episodes coming up so make sure you're subscribed do a review. If you've listened to the podcast and you haven't done a review yet, I'd love to hear what's been most valuable. So just answer that question in the review section. Just type what's been most, answer the question of what's been most valuable from hearing about sabbaticals. Love to hear that and uh, share it with a friend, share it on social media, share it with a friend, hit the share button if you think that they would enjoy and like this. And so I hope this has been a blessing and uh, look after yourself and I'll see you soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.